Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Cars Unfiltered podcast. Today it is Adam. That's me. I'm here. (laughs) And and it's me, Tom. So welcome back. Thanks for listening. Just the uh, two of us. What? We can make it if we. Oh. We need we need a we need a soundboard. It's true. Like actually, the thing we use to record, probably I think, has it, but you have to pay for it. So we're cheap. It's true. We don't all make any money off of Alcan. That, <laughs> Money's all going to the Alcan, right? <laughs> yes, actually, it really is, <laughs> especially from Mike, which is why. So Mike's not here today because he said, "Wait, let me get his exact words." Uh, what did he say? Was, He's but, elbow deep in sheet metal prep. <laughs> yeah, which I that sounds that sounds serious. I'm not sure what to what to make of that there, but uh, yeah. So I'm just picturing um, Mike as a sheet metal burrito. That that may not be far off from that. <laughs> That's probably it. He's like he's he's like kind of like hiding inside of like bits of Ford cab structure, just kind of. Yeah. Judging by the photos I saw, though, uh, that he's got uh, up on his Instagram there at Scared Charlie Garage, it looks like uh, he's gotten quite a bit of stuff done. Yeah, so we can talk about that a little bit. Why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, so, yeah, so I am a jerk. Um, I don't know if I brought this up last time, but um, Mike... Went and his girlfriend, now fiance, <laughs> went on a trip to Colombia, and uh, where he actually proposed to her. And I, the kind, thoughtful friend that I am, decided to post an Instagram story saying, "Like, oh, we only have three and a half months left to get ready." And Mike, I didn't think Mike would watch those things, especially like on his, you know, on vacation or whatever. But he did, and apparently he thought about it quite a bit while he was down there. Oh, really? I haven't heard this yeah. story. Oh, yeah. So, uh, like, I kind of feel bad, you know, that I kind of... Anyway, I mean, it couldn't have been that bad, right? Like, his girlfriend said yes, and, uh, yeah. So, like, oh, and, anyway, hopefully I didn't do too much damage. But that said, when he came back, um, he started kind of tallying things up, what he's got to do. And uh, he started to get... He's, he's, I don't know if he listens to this or not, but he's in a little bit of a freakout mode. <laughs> um, and so some of the stuff that I was saying, like from the get go, that he was saying, "No, no, I can't. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that." He's now doing that. Um, things such as painting, uh, painting the vehicle is now very optional. Um, and what else? There's something else. Fairly fenders are fairly optional at this point. I don't know if that's legal or not, but it's you know not out of want, out of necessity at this point potentially. Um, so yeah, he's in full on like right now. He's got most of the interior for the cab, so he's trying to get the shell put together. Um, yeah, that is where it's at. How how cold is it in Alaska in August? Do we have any idea? Oh, so this is fun. Yeah, so I've talked to like three people who've been there, um, and one person that lived there, and everybody actually says the same thing, which is kind of funny. They said uh, it'll either be a hundred degrees or it'll be freezing. Oh, yep. So that's um, 
very useful for planning. It is. It is. Yeah. They, uh, they said, yeah, it's kind of doesn't matter. It, anything can happen up there is the way that they put it. I mean, they said it's usually nice in the summertime, right? Uh, but I, it sounds like depending on what happens, what butterfly flaps its wings somewhere, it could get, you know, cold in the, you know, cold at the night slash day, you know, continued daytime or storms or big temperature fluctuations. So we got to pretty much prepare for everything. Um, oh, we actually got something fun. Um, our GPS thing came last week. I saw that on the Instagram uh, story. You guys got a yeah, safety so, beacon. Yeah, which is kind of fun. There's all kind. So this is kind of interesting, actually. So this thing costs like 250 bucks. Um, and it uh, basically what it is, it's special from a normal GPS in that it has two-way communication and not just like receiving satellite data, right? So <laughs> part of this thing is it actually sends text messages, which is interesting. Um, and I don't think it has voice communication though, now that I think about it. But it has this big SOS button which has warning stickers like every other page in the manual is warning you not to push this button. Um, and there's one tiny little section about how to cancel it. And it's like some kind of a process. I can't even remember how to cancel it. Um, but basically what they say is that if you are in the middle of the ocean in the Arctic sea, that button will get people knowing that you need help and head it out your way, basically. Um, yeah. So, it, yeah, actually, another thing we do need is a sat phone. So, well, I, th- I think we need we need to figure that out. It would be super nice, I put it that way. Um, I uh, Actually, I could probably get you guys access to one of those. I think my dad uh, my dad bought one when uh, he and my youngest brother went and rode their dirt bikes um, from coast to coast. Um, oh, cool, I wish yeah. we were doing the podcast at that time. That would have been pretty cool. They... Uh, they rode their dirt bikes would, from Michigan down to Virginia Beach and then all the way across the country to um, the Washington coast, Pacific Ocean, and then all the way back to Michigan. Wow. Um, but he bought a sat phone for we, that, and it's just like one of the ones you buy prepaid minutes for. So I'm sure you guys could take that if you wanted to. Sweet, yeah. We'll, we'd rent it. <laughs> We're, and actually, oh, the thing we, the other thing we do need per regulation is a special, like those kind of radios that like EMS people have. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to rent like, one of those like from VHF somewhere. VHF radios, or yeah, I can't remember. It needs to access like some frequency. We, it's probably they're probably all the same. We just need to make sure, hmm. um, make sure it works. So yeah, but yeah, that sat phone could be awesome. Um. And yeah, other than that, we have, oh, other stuff. So moving along from the Mike side of things, Mike, Mike is doing all the car stuff and I'm trying to do in like the tech stuff and some of the other prep preparation things. So I'm actually going to hear, um, we've all had like super busy random stuff going on cause it's summer. So, um, but soon what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to figure out a couple crates and start packing those with the items that we're going to need, um, you know, and, and kind of whatever we need stuff and also prepping for, I'm looking at like, we're going to need hard drive space. We're going to need power out there. We're going to need, you know, that kind of stuff. And like how data, how do we get data access in Canada? 
um, which I'm pretty sure I know, but I don't, I'd like to get good data access <laughs> when possible. So, and we're going to be out in the sticks a lot of the time. So we just kind of have to be able to survive on our own and stay warm um, or cool as the case may be. And yeah, so there's this, we're at the, oh, and rally tables. Oh my gosh. We could go on about this stuff for forever, but we need to, we, me and Mike have not practiced rally calculations at all so far. Aren't, aren't <laughs> those pretty, uh, like they're not just off the shelf simple, right? <laughs> so I was really hoping they would be, um, I was hoping that like we could go and like, you know, with just some tables and like, a we're allowed to use like a regular calculator, like an old school calculator. So I was thinking like, okay, well you just, you know, use these tables and f- figure it out. But if you think about it, it makes sense. It's a little more complicated than that because there are a lot of variables involved. And, uh, yeah. So I, I have a strategy actually, and I don't want to give away my strategy just yet because I need to actually test it and see if it works. But, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's going to be interesting. So we definitely need to start practicing that. Um, Oh, also Mike found a, uh, a different gear for the rear end on, on the truck. And so he is fairly confident that we'll be able to cruise at 80, 85 miles an hour now if we need to. I don't buy it yet. Um, (laughs) until I see it because the thing, my point is like, we're still dealing with like a 90 horsepower engine and we'll have it loaded down with, well, okay. Me and Mike together, like with clothes on, let's say is around just shy of 500 pounds. Not a close off option, right? (laughs) Please. Uh, never mind. Forget I said anything. No, no, (laughs) Depends how cold it gets, Adam. I don't know. Like I'm willing to. I'm gonna do whatever oh it takes God. to survive. <laughs> but no, most of, no. I'm gonna go with no. Actually, no. I'm just. I decided <laughs> I'm just gonna die. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> what else do we need? I don't know. We need a whole bunch of things. What we really are shooting. Oh, also, I gave. Uh, well, I didn't give Mike this ultimatum, but. I kind of like talked him into get us giving the whole situation an ultimatum ultimatum is if the truck is not like, like if he can't like daily drive the thing to work on by June 15th, which is like 27 days away or 28, whatever, 28 days away. um, Then we have to, we need to start shopping for something that's drivable that we can fix up in like a weekend and ready to go. Right. So, uh, that is kind of the, the make it or break it date where we have to see the light at the end of the tunnel or we have to okay. find a different tunnel. So, yeah. Wow. Wow. Fun stuff. Well, Mike's got his work cut out for him, which is why he's not here tonight. So perfectly acceptable. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. Um, and actually let me see what else we got going on. I'm going autocrossing Saturday morning and, uh, can be taking some pictures and stuff out there. It should be pretty fun. 
I'm going to try, I think I mentioned this last time, but I'm basically going to be dropping the tire pressure on the car little by little in order to, ah, I got to find an air compressor, <laughs> but I'm going to be dropping the tire, the tire pressure on the car little by little to see if I can't get more traction um, than I did last time. Cause last time, like no traction okay. anywhere. Yeah. You've said that. Yeah. This track traction's the issue with the yep. car, not not acceleration or anything like that. Yeah. Yep. So we're gonna find out if that works this weekend. Well, I guess actually when this this comes out on Sunday, so so let me change that up. So actually <laughs> that worked great. I set personal record times. Um those nine eleven guys, like like when they saw my times, they could not believe what was happening. Uh, you know, with my little my little V six uh, pony car oh, there, boy. so you know, just super fast, like yeah, it's good. <laughs> okay, uh, well, <laughs> this should be this should be interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna try and put it on. Uh, I'm gonna put a little bit of snippets on Instagram, and uh, we'll have some drone shots because I need to. I this is something. So you know this, Adam. Actually, you know quite about. You know all of my history with this. But uh, flying drones, they're they're great nowadays, right? Like it's not like the stuff that you know you bought in the store back in the day. Like even the Parrot two point and like all those like yeah, they're very easy to fly now, too, right? <laughs> Yeah. Um, some people, some people still need practice. And actually you didn't see my latest almost screw up. I, I almost hit a child, Adam. Uh, yeah. So I, uh, oh boy. So, I mean, yeah, actually, I should show you this video sometime. It's actually quite interesting. I was recording at the time. Um, I set it up to chase my niece right and my niece is like four years old and what i didn't count on was how like little kids are fast man and they'll go places that you don't exactly expect especially when they think they're being chased by a machine (laughs) um i also say that the drones flying capabilities are amazing um but anyway I set it up to like chase her, right? And I told her like she was excited. She like, well, I used it to get out of me chasing her because she like wanted somebody to run around and like chase her and stuff. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll let the drone do it. And uh, <laughs> so I like let it chase her, and she ran right oh, into boy. the monkey bars section, like, yeah, like straight up. Now it was pretty amazing because you know you're not doing anything with the sticks, right? Like it's just going. It's just doing what it's programmed to do. Um, and I was not super familiar with how to disengage that mode. Um, and the drone flew right into the playscape thing, like right nice. in there. <laughs> yep. Uh, and there's like another pole. It was like flying right towards. So I was able to save everything, uh, through sheer luck, but, uh, point being I need practice. So <laughs> that's what I'm kind of hoping to do, uh, at this autocross thing. Might also do an interview. Uh, the guy that invited me is super cool dude who uh, is the fastest person I've ever ridden with. Um, I want to get, I want to do some more interviews and stuff with him because it's super interesting. And awesome. uh, yeah, look forward to uh, seeing that. I wish I could go. 
but I have pre uh, I have I have pre existing commitments. Yeah, you're doing you're doing was, helpful yeah. things. Yeah, community. Dang it, community service. That doesn't sound good either. Um, <laughs> I was trying to get out of saying I'm planting flowers, but <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Community service. Voluntary. Your, I was going to yeah. say, that, like, make some joke about your previous drone. Like, your drone no. flying got you in trouble or something like that. But the last time you had the drone yeah. around cops, they sure. let you store it in their car to warm up. So, I mean, I feel like you're probably fine. No, no I got a little <laughs> bit of uh, community volunteer work oh, this weekend, man. so I'll be doing that. But uh, and then there is a car show in town this weekend, though. Ooh. Which... Oh, actually, so interestingly enough, I don't know if the the guy's listening or not, but I met somebody who's going to be, I don't know what their involvement is with with it, but they have like the same generation Mustang as mine, but a GT and slightly modified. Um, It's it's hilarious, actually. So I don't think I told him this, so it'd be interesting if he's listening, if he hears this, but I have a problem with my car, okay? I, so I, uh... A long time ago, I rear-ended somebody on 75. They brake-checked me. Well, not really brake-checked. Like, it's just kind of how the traffic, like, surged. And I was, like, ended up getting pinched. But they, uh, basically, I ran into the back of a, a Toyota Highlander SUV thing or whatever. And all it did, like, all it did was I was trying to keep somebody from behind me hitting me and rear-ending me. And so I was looking in the mirror instead of seeing how close the guy was in front of me. Like, this all happened with, like, a split second. So anyway, all it did was, uh, really all it did was mess up the front, uh, the front bumper cover and the hood, but I don't know. I I go back and blame it on this, but I don't know if this is actually what happened. There's some kind of wiring thing happening in my car where, um, like it will just like the, like the power cuts or something like that. And it just stalls and it stalls for a little while. Like you try to start it three, four, five times and it won't run. And then all of a sudden it's fine again. I drove it to Cleveland. I drove it at 600 miles or whatever it is from here to Cleveland. And, you know, and, uh, I didn't have a single hiccup with the thing, not one. And I'm back here in town for like 30 minutes and it, it cuts out on me again. Anyway, so I'm driving and, uh, I'm at a stoplight, me and my wife are at a stoplight. And this guy drives by with that Mustang and like sees the Mustang, he like waves and like revs his engine, you know? And I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, well, I might as well try. <laughs> so it's like a crapshoot, right? Like if I rev if I rev my car, whether or not it'll stay running. But I did. It like worked fine this particular time. Um, and then I actually, me and my wife were going to Kidoba, and she like at the he was at Kidoba too. So like I was talking this, to him and he's is this the black going to that the car losers? show. Um, okay. Okay. Nope, this is a gray GT, actually. Yeah, with black, uh, with black yeah, GT five hundred style wheels, you know, it's crisscross. But yeah, I hadn't either. He says he's from around here, so. But uh, but yeah, so that'll be fun. It'll be fun to see if I can't find him and just say hi and stuff, and then um, get some shots. Yeah, of that uh, of the show. Um, so Are I'm you sure I'll be show? there at some point. I'm not going to spend all day down there. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'll be there. Okay. Um, my wife is volunteering right. there. Um, hoping with it and, uh, Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm sure I'll be down there at some point. 
Cool, yeah. yeah. Uh, shoot me a text or something when you're down there, and I'll roll on down. Oh, also, other big news. So my truck has been down for almost, for about a week now, actually. Um, I blew, or I didn't blow one of the shocks. One of the shocks blew <laughs> as per Michigan's roads. Um, yeah, I got that truck because it has two and a half inch Fox shocks built for Baja pre-running. Yeah. Still no match and for Michigan paved roads in Michigan. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yes. So bear that in mind, anybody looking to buy, you know, a Corvette or some kind of low profile vehicle anyway. But um, so super cool guys at uh, Forged Off Road. I think it's forgedoffroad.com. Uh, Paul Dilly there has hooked me up previously and he is helping me out now. Um, super, they have super fast turnaround. So and, you're getting uh, shocks rebuilt, right? which, and so by the way, like I said, yeah, I'm getting, well, actually I thought I was going to have to get two rebuilt and it looks like I'm only have to get this one rebuilt. So, uh, that was a little bit of a money savings there, but, um, most places, like if you want to go send it back to Fox, right. You're looking at like wow. four to six weeks. Um, and like, I don't know how Ford or anybody can justify that. Somebody having their truck down for like four to six weeks. Like that's insane. And you're supposed to rebuild the shocks every 50,000 miles. Um, but this guy, he actually has an exchange program. So like he'll, uh, for people who have bought like, you know, new sets of shocks from him, like Kings or they actually does custom shocks now. Um, he will basically, he, you know, bought their their old shocks rebuilt them and then he'll exchange them so like you can have it like you can swap your shocks out in your truck for in like a week um which is pretty cool and i'm actually this one took a little bit longer because uh i didn't swap i just i had him send it in and then like figure out what was going on wrong with it and then uh he's sending it back because i had like special valving and stuff done to the, to mine but um but anyway it should be on its way back here pretty soon today or tomorrow so probably nice. be here early next week and then i'll have my yeah. truck back again so that'd be that'd nice. be awesome yeah yeah i i've missed it it's fun driving the car but that random stalling thing which i need to go and debug i think it's a loose yeah. wire but i just don't have time like we're all running at like 500 are miles an hour right play now. with No, I actually, the dealership, uh, I had the dealership like try and trace it back because I was like, I had no idea even where to start on it, to be honest with you. Um, and they actually were able to figure it out back to like one of the kick panels. So I can go in there and like feel around a little bit and see what I can find, <laughs> but I'll probably get shocked. And then, you know, yeah, that's probably how that'll go down. But nice. yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Trucks, come, trucks coming back. Alcan truck is moving along. Um, you are autocrossing this weekend. There's an auto show here in town and what else? Yeah. Um, let me see. Well, I don't know. We could talk about, uh, some interesting stuff going on. So Ford, I don't know if, it, I don't know. I don't remember if we mentioned this last time, but Ford actually stopped the F-150 production. Uh, because Ooh. one of their suppliers, like the building caught on fire and everybody was really concerned that it was going to, if it went past a certain number of days that Ford had inventory for, it was going to be bad news. Um, 
let alone yeah, anybody just, that ordered anything uh, sorry. custom, right? I was gonna, just so, going to diss GM there for a minute just to <laughs> no, yeah. leave it to them to use something like that to to knock <laughs> Ford off their best-selling truck pedestal and then like have a gigantic marketing campaign about how they finally beat them. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, man. They probably already started their spend, like um, their marketing spend. But yeah, like, no, I like, I don't know. Like we kind of mentioned it before, right? Like if, if GM combined like the GMC and the Silverado or yeah, the, whatever the Chevy 1500 is, right? Like if they combine those, they'd be pretty close if not beat Ford, right? For selling. So I don't know. And honestly, I, man, I hate to do this, Adam. This is going to kill me. I kind of like these new ZR2 Colorados. I watched some videos, a little, little dug into them a little bit more. Yeah, but and they're pretty um, neat. <laughs> you don't 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 you want it to be like put together correctly? I mean, you you can't enjoy it when you have to constantly it's have true. it in for recalls. Yeah, but Did you just hear my last few yeah, but, stories about my stuff right now? <laughs> your cars are older. They're not new. <laughs> and also, they've true. been used yeah. quite a bit. <laughs> uh, they have. They have. So, so actually, though, I don't like. I am excited about the new Bronco and the Ranger Raptor. However. I did see, oh man, Adam, I don't, I'm so torn, man. I did some calculations. Okay. So my, so backstory a little bit. My wife has been uh, going to school for the last couple of years. And so we've had kind of some, you know, uh, we're down one income and spending quite a bit of money to do that. And now she's graduated she's like getting, you know, going to be getting a job here very soon. And I started running some numbers and I think, I found, I found like a 20, I think it was a 2017, uh, Raptor blue, just like mine with the crew cab carbon fiber package, um, heated and cooled front seats, heated rear seats. And if I got that on like an 84 month term, it would be like Is the it a same crew cab? as what I'm paying now for the two vehicles. Okay. Then I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, man, and I'd get better gas mileage than my truck. The only problem is I have dissed that V6 sound so much. It does. It sounds awful. Like, I don't care. There's like nothing. I don't think that Hennessy version, this is going to sound horrible, but I don't even like how that one sounds, right? And they did stuff to that. Like, they did the best they could. Like, John Hennessy did the best he could to make that V6 sound good, and it doesn't sound good. It's definitely no 6.2 liter, that's for sure. But <clears throat> I think the performance is there. It just doesn't sound as good. Just, I don't know. Yeah. It's irrelevant as you're flying across deserts, which we don't have here. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Flying across potholes on a side street. Yeah. But my thought is, uh, I don't know, like that. I don't know if I want to wait for the Bronco because that's going to be like a solid two years. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. 
I was planning on my next vehicle being electric, but like Tesla yeah. is so wishy-washy that I don't know what to do about it anymore. Tesla is like rolling the dice on some things. I don't know if they're going to be around to make parts. <laughs> True. Well, you know, that's a whole other can of worms. If we get, yeah. if, we, if we get you started on Tesla, that's going to be who. That's true. <laughs> it's but, true. Yeah, I think that's we had. I think we got some good updates out there today. Uh, oh, hopefully, man. everybody will check out our Instagram feed because I'm sure yeah. you will be um, posting quite a bit from the autocross. Um, hopefully, you will be posting pictures of your car in one piece. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right and hopefully some live video of it running <laughs> but yeah uh, check out our uh, instagram feed on uh, sunday because yep. um, like i said tom will be down and i will probably be down at some point at the uh, mid michigan custom car show here um so you get to see some custom cars there um yeah yeah, some cool stuff actually. Like the last, it's I don't know. Every time I've gone, there's some pretty cool stuff. This year into into custom cars, lots of quite a few mini trucks, um, a lot of low riders at that show actually. Like you know, old fashioned hydraulic low riders. Yeah. So it's always fun. Always a fun time. Cool. Yeah. Hopefully, maybe we can talk to some of those people and just kind of see see what's up and uh, check out our anchor page. So it's anchor.fm slash cars unfiltered. Uh, we'll be doing probably like interviews and stuff there. Yeah, and yeah, everybody, everybody have a good week. I guess that's it. All right. Well, yes. <laughs>